Hello once again and welcome to Watch Dogs Radio. Uh, we are once again on the road. Uh, I'm in uh, Ocean Isle Beach, North Carolina where the weather is fine and I understand it's been a good thing that I've been uh, here because it's been raining. Uh, Hotlanta has now uh, become known as Wetlanta. So uh, I guess when I uh, make it back there later on in the week we'll get that figured out and uh, and try to figure out what's going on with the uh, w- with the weather there. Well, I would like to bring on my good friend and co-host, as soon as I get the computer, to acknowledge that he is there. Hey, there we go. Hey, Chris, how you doing? Welcome. I'm good, Keith. How are you doing, sir? I am uh, getting over a sunburn. Uh, also, uh, I, one of the best-known uh, pieces of uh, ignored advice uh, from last week is um, light fuse and get away. Um, I didn't read that one very well, so uh, hopefully, uh, even though I should know better, <laughs> some of the things that are just supposed to make light sometimes make a big boom, too. So uh, we want everybody to be careful. <laughs> I hate oh, to admit uh, that on the air, but uh, someone should know I, better. I understand. Uh, we went over to some friend's house, and there were about uh, 17 pyro juvies uh, <laughs> lighting fireworks, so you had to uh, be very careful and get out of the way because they were just tossing them and throwing them and rolling them and uh luckily nobody got hurt hey, well exactly and uh, you know we need sometimes adult supervision needs adult supervision and uh <laughs> but uh fortunately everybody had uh had fun so uh chris uh tell us what's going on i know and we mention this every week we've got a lot of things going on out there at the mothership in springdale and of course eric uh just tweeted that he is on the way back from a uh great uh two workshops this morning at the uh, youth resources conference in uh kentucky uh i just made my reservations i'm going to be going out for kentucky pta next week um i've got uh let's see we've got about 72 schools in georgia and i'm going to be talking to the georgia pta coming up on saturday uh and then turn around and go into uh kentucky pta we got a lot going on chris what's going on out there at the uh out there at the big house well, well, Keith, we're just we're just kind of gearing up for this uh, fall. Uh, you know, it seems every year we have a, a record fall, and this year, uh, you know, we're going to probably surpass last fall. So we're just uh, right now. This is really the one month where we can kind of take a break and relax. So we're just trying to uh, redefine any processes we can to help speed things up, expedite things make it a little bit simpler for, for us as program developers and for schools to to come aboard. So uh, anything that we can tidy or, or, or take away, we're doing. And, and personally for me, I just uh, got back from a family reunion, had folks from Idaho to, to Houston to, uh, you know, Colorado. We all met in Branson, about 70 people, and, uh, and now – for us, for my own family, it's now time where all our kids are going to camps. So uh, uh, it's kind of a quiet time, but also uh exciting time seeing our boys and our daughters uh, go off to, to church camps and football camps, etc. Wow, I know I've got uh, one that uh, went to basketball camp already, cheerleading camp, and uh, we've got uh, volleyball camp coming up. So oh, yeah. uh, this is a great time of year for um kids to get that uh, that special exposure, that start into the, the school year. You know, one of the things that we learned about at National PTA 
was that uh, NFL and National PTA are going together, and you're going to be hearing a lot about sports from PTA and the uh, the National PTA and the NFL, um, two people who you never thought would you ever see get together or mentioned in the same sentence. We are glad to say that uh, that those two groups have gotten together, and they're putting together the Back to Sports program. So I'm looking forward to seeing that as a uh, as a parent of an athlete. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing that coming. I know you are too, Chris. Oh, I am. Uh, one one of my favorite commercials is the NFL Play 60. Uh, yes. Specifically, the one with uh, Cam Newton, with that boy in the playground, uh, you know, trying to make Cam Newton's mom like him more than, than she loves Cam Newton. So it's one of my favorite uh, all-time commercials, just about telling kids about the benefits of exercising and getting out there and, and exercising, you know, 60 minutes a day. So exactly. Uh, well, we've had uh, we've had a lot of good uh, interaction going on on our Facebook page. We're uh, getting some tweets out there, and uh, one of the things that, or a few of the things that have been mentioned on the uh, Facebook page, I was just kind of curious, and I asked, "What is it that you want to hear?" You know, we know that most of our listeners listen to us in the form of podcast rather than. Uh, listening to us live online, uh, and uh, but if you are listening live online, I'm gonna I'm kind of an ADD nightmare today, but uh, we're uh, we're gonna give out this guest call in number. If you are listening to us, and I understand, or I'm hoping there are some teachers uh, out there listening to us, uh, especially up in Virginia. We've had some great interaction going on uh, with some folks up in Virginia. But if you're listening to us and you'd like to call in and weigh in on our conversation, we're gonna be talking about teachers and how teachers utilize the Watchdogs program in your classroom today, give us a call at 215-383-3728. That's 215-383-3728. We've had some interaction on our Facebook page, but we asked, what is it that you want to hear out of Watchdogs Radio? And uh, one of the things that we heard, one of the first things we saw pop up, was that we'd like to hear from the teachers. Now, we went back and looked in January as we were doing our review of the seven steps to success, and we uh, we mentioned, you know, take a listen to that steps two of Watchdog Seven Steps to Success that aired back in January, and you'll hear an assistant principal and a kindergarten teacher um, talk about how much they love the Watchdogs program. Well, we were kind of short notice, and we found one of our best friends out there, um, actually down in Stewart, Florida, um, Missy Campbell, who is a kindergarten teacher at Crystal Lake Elementary, and uh, Missy has actually consented to put off her beach day today, which of course uh, we had a little help because it's raining, but uh, down in Stewart. But uh, but Missy uh, has consented to come on and let's talk about watchdogs in the classroom and what teachers feel like. Missy, welcome to Watchdogs Radio. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, thank you very much. I appreciate the offer. Well, Missy, can you tell us just a little bit about your school and uh, how long you've been in the Watchdog program and how it's progressed? Okay. Um, Crystal Lake, I've been at Crystal Lake in Martin County since the school opened, and we just completed our 24th year. And um, when I went to a PTA convention in Florida, uh, there was an organization, and it turned out to be you guys, Watchdogs, to talk about a way to involve more dads in, in the school. So I went to the meeting, and as I sat there, I kept thinking, oh, this is awesome, but it probably costs a fortune. We can't afford it. And um, afterwards, I went up and was talking to Chris, I believe, and found out that it was really quite cost-effective. And um, it, it gave me a lot of support 
to help get parents, especially dads and granddads, involved in our school. Now, um, we've done watchdogs. We just completed our fifth year, and this past year we had at least one dog every single day. So it was pretty successful, I would say. So the guys have gotten used to it. Oh, yes, we love it. You know, um, we don't usually start until September, and our school starts in the middle of August. So, um, but teachers need a couple weeks to get situated. But I have watchdogs usually emailing me saying, when can I come in? When can I come in? Because they get so excited, too. Um, everybody's used to seeing their dad, their mom at school, but not too many children get to see their dad at school. So when they see their dads in the classroom, it's very exciting for the children. It's also exciting for the children that don't have a positive male role model in their life. So they know that they can always count on a dog being there. Um, over the years, I've had children in my class that haven't had fathers immediately in their in their lives, and they keep saying, when are we getting a dog? When are we getting a dog? And they get so mm-hmm. excited when, when that man walks in the classroom, and they know that he's there just to spend time with them. Okay, exactly, and and that's that's a wonderful story, Missy. But um, one of the things that you know that we hear, and and I hear as um, you know, one the spouse of a teacher, and I hear from other teachers uh, as we travel around the country, is what specifically do teachers do to engage these men when they come into the classroom? It's not just a they're going to come in and sit and observe. You know, we you know we're guys. We want to be active. We want to participate. So what do you do in your classroom to engage these guys in, in the activities? And, and, of course, a kindergarten classroom, um, for those of you who are not in education, who, who have not been participating in the Watchdogs program, and, and, of course, this is through K through 12, but a kindergarten classroom is not what it was when we were in school. So, Missy, what do you do to, to engage these guys? All right. Well, I, I tell everybody that I'm teaching first grade to five-year-olds now because it isn't kindergarten. Um, my children read and they write usually three sentences, and they can add and subtract before they leave kindergarten, which is very unusual from when we were there. Um, Because I run it for the whole school, um, there's usually some time during the day that somebody doesn't, can't use the watchdog, like 20-minute interval or something. So I pretty much have one in my classroom every day. And because I have that, I can use that watchdog to help the on-level child that doesn't get the attention because we're too busy helping the child that's an overachiever or the child that's struggling. So Mm. I use them that way. I also use them with the child that is struggling to do, um, like, sight words, to have the child read to them. Little children, once they learn to read, they want to read to everybody and anybody. Mm -hmm. So just having another adult, and especially a male, to come in that they can sit with on the carpet by themselves and read, they love that. Um, We have all of our um, watchdogs background checked, so therefore that's a big thing right now. So mm-hmm. all of our watchdogs are background checked, so they can take the children to the library or someplace else and, and have quality time. And I send like one, a, one child with the watchdog, or sometimes I'll send a small group. I know in our upper grades, they'll use the watchdogs to play a game, you know, a, an academic game, not something just fun, and um, go to the library to play games with the kids. Some of our teachers even use them out on the playground because I mm-hmm. we were talking earlier about exercise, and a lot of children just kind of hang when they get on the playground, but mm-hmm. if there's a man out there with a ball, it's amazing what happens. Oh, absolutely, and and, uh, and getting back to what you had mentioned about background checks, that's for anybody, that any volunteer that comes into the school, not just somebody who's volunteering as a watchdog, but uh, you know, there's there's no difference in that 
aspect of it as far as what a watchdog goes through versus what a PTA member goes through versus what a uh, quote-unquote room mom, center mom, PTA mom, whatever. So it's all um, it, it's all the same. Right, and knowing knowing that the watchdog is background checked and our, our background checks last for two years, that makes the teacher comfortable to send them out into the library setting or, or to a different room because she knows that everybody's everybody's safe. Exactly. So now as far as your um, older grades, are you are you considered the watchdog school rep or the top dog or do you hold both roles or how what do you I I, I pretty much hold both roles. It, it's okay. kind of difficult. Um the way that I found that works best is um usually like a week before the week before the week prior I send out a, an email that lists all the watchdogs that are coming. And then the teachers, because I'm in their email, they send back to me, I need one at this time on this day, and and then I make up the schedule. And Mm -hmm. so because I make up the schedules, I can see where everybody is at all times. So if somebody somebody needs somebody, I can go get them. You know, sometimes there are situations where a substitute's in a classroom and, and they need an extra adult, an extra pair of hands. So we might disrupt the regular schedule and go grab the watchdog. We've also used watchdogs at our school for lots of other reasons. We recently were renovated, so all the watchdogs were in charge of packing and moving all of our boxes mm, that's because they were there. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we, we've taken it to a whole other level. So, um, And we have certain watchdogs that are there once a month. You mm-hmm. know, and there's, there's the ones that can only do one day a year. And, and I always tell them, we'll take you whenever you can come because whenever yes. you're there, we put you to work, and we can put you in a setting that will make children benefit from your being there. Absolutely. And, and of course, you mentioned that you, you found out about watchdogs at a PTA conference, so I'm presuming that right. your school is a PTA school. So if somebody yeah. is a PTA uh, leader and they're looking at, of course, PTA is based on membership. Have you seen right. a significant growth in PTA membership, um, not only membership in general, but, me- but members that are men? Members that are men, yes. Um, I actually went to a, a Rotary meeting and a couple of other meetings when I first started Watchdogs to recruit people from our community that really would have no tie to our school. And um, so then they became PTA members and became Watchdogs as well. We had a county commissioner who participated and then a couple of local businessmen. And, and we try to keep them enthused to keep them going each year. That is awesome, and then that way your PTA is not going back to the same well every year as far as your donations, as far as your support. You you have other um, other businesses, other organizations that that you are getting input from, and not just from the you know the normal people that you hear um, are supporting the PTAs. Um, and right, right, great. we do. We yeah, we go out and um, we've started. We did a, a golf lesson. The watchdogs did a golf lessons and. Um, with one of the local golf clubs here, and, and, and moms and dads came out to golf with their kids because I, I couldn't limit it to people who didn't have a dad because that sure. wouldn't be fair. Um, sure. We, we do a chili, chili cook-off every year, and um, we also do a dad's night out because everybody has mom's night out, but you don't have a mm-hmm. dad's night out. And we go out and talk about what we can do for children. And at last year's dad's night out, they want to do an overnight camping trip. Mm-hmm. I, I told them I would set it up and organize it, but I don't do camp, so they're on their own. Oh, um, that, yeah, that'll be interesting. 
Yeah. It, it can't be a school function, so we're really careful how we're going to invite people, but the watchdogs are going to invite families to come on a camping trip. I see. that. That is awesome. And, and of course, there's, you know, that that's a great way of bonding. Uh, I'm going to give a, a quick shout-out to uh, Marcus Espinosa, who just joined our Facebook page, um, bringing us up to uh, somewhere in the neighborhood of well over 1,500 people that are watching us on Facebook. If you're just joining us, um, we are the Dads of Great Students program of the National Center for Fathering, commonly known as Watchdogs, and we are speaking today about Male engagement in schools from a teacher's perspective. And on the line, we have Missy Campbell, who is joining us from Stewart, Florida. She is a kindergarten teacher at uh, Crystal Lake Elementary School, which I believe is that the, the Hawks or the Eagles? That's right. No, we're the Hawks. The Hawks. Okay. Yeah. The Crystal the Crystal Hawks. Lake Hawks um, okay. are joining us. Um, one of the other interesting things that I love to talk about, Missy, is when you're doing in kindergartners, generally they'll do some sort of a music and movement um, uh, program. Uh, when you see the guys up there helping participate in, do you do uh, do you do anything like that, like Dr. Jean's tootie tot or any of those type of things? Oh yes, we tootie tot every morning. So yes, um, I enjoy that too. And and what's funny is sometimes some of the boys are too cool to dance and have a good time. But when there's a watchdog in my classroom and if he's dancing and having a good time, then the children go, oh. So then they realize that it is okay for them to do that too. Maybe it is cool yeah. to uh, to believe in music, huh? Well, that right. that is that is great. So, uh, well, Chris, have you got any questions for Missy? I know you've been supporting Missy and working with her for for several years now. Sure. I mean, Missy, tell us uh, number one how you know, how do the kids benefit from this? Uh, but before you answer that, uh, tell us tell us like what is your uh, best highlight a memory of having maybe a dad or a group of dads come in and serve as watchdogs? Do you have one like one memory or one highlight that sticks out where maybe uh, little Johnny or little Susie was having a bad day or having a hard time getting, right. you know, something down their collars or some numbers down? Do you have an exact memory that sticks out in your mind? Yeah, I have um – Sadly, I had a family where I had a couple of the children, and um, they were not being cared for the way they, that children should be cared for. And um, I actually had to go to court to get them taken away from their family. Um, it wasn't something that I instituted, but the little boy that was in my class that felt like nobody loved him, and, and he knew I did, but I'm a girl, and he bonded with one of the watchdogs, and the man couldn't come anywhere near the campus without this little boy just screaming, oh, there he is, you know. And he, he knew that when that watchdog walked in our room that he was there for him and him alone. And it was really special, and it was kind of heart-wrenching. Um, and it lasted for two years until the little boy ended up going to a different school. But um, we've kept in contact, and um, we, we can't get to see him, but we know that he's doing well and he's successful. So that's what's important. But I believe that that watchdog had a huge influence on that little boy's life. I know he did. Mm-hmm. That's, that's powerful. And, yeah. Uh, and and have have you seen any any uh, grades improve or any uh, you know behavior or kids kind of you know taking after the pattern of the men, whether it's opening the doors or having a smile on their face or 
are, are you know, improving on, on certain functions of math or science or reading by having the extra help of the watchdogs coming in every day? Yeah, I think that the children um, aspire to be like the watchdogs because um, I, I put them in the cafeteria every day because um, a lot of them don't have one-on-one interaction with a man. And so they'll tell me stories about how this little boy or this little girl called them over and told them this whole big story. And they have the time to sit down and listen and, and have a relationship with the child. Um, and then we use them a lot to, to talk about their careers and what they do. So I'm sure that that has inspired the children to be more successful. Um, as far as their grades, I can't say for sure that it's helped, but in my heart I know it has. Mm-hmm. But behavior, it's helped tremendously because the, the young men want to be like the watchdogs. They want to be like that. That's great. And you right. mentioned uh, the career, uh, talking about the careers. I always make the comment, it's like having career day every day of the year. Correct. Exactly. It really is. And the children totally benefit from that because they're excited to have somebody new on campus, and then they want to know what he does. You know, And we have a lot of, um, in Martin County, we're like an hour and a half north of Miami, but a lot of firefighters from Miami live up here because it's a better place to live. So they will um, travel, so they have lots of days off. So I get those guys quite frequently. And the kids love it when somebody comes in and they know he's a firefighter or a police officer. That just makes them even more special. <laughs> well, uh, I, I don't know if you know this, Missy, but that's uh, that's what I do when I'm not doing watchdogs, and uh, oh, and I no, do I know that. that. <laughs> yes, and 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 I do know that you know when a firefighter comes in, it does make it uh, a little bit different. There's that level of excitement. You know, I'm still growing up, and I want to be a fireman when I grow up. And fortunately, I was able to do that. But uh, but we also you know want you know that that's great. We also want them to know that there are other great careers out there. There's other, you know, there are bankers and there are um, uh, IT people and there are auto mechanics and and people that, you know, maybe not, might not be seen quite as exciting, but it's great to see that they're positive, productive members of the community and they and they have an opportunity to do all these great things and to take that one day off a year to be there for their child, to take that one day off a year from their career to be there for that special child who's in that school and for the other children that are in that school as well. And that is that is absolutely awesome. So uh, I've, I've even talked about what it's like to be a Watch Dogs National Coordinator. That's a, that's a pretty cool job, too. So. Oh, yeah. I bet and, it and, is. And, 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 Missy, I'm not surprised when y'all were renovating how, how the dads were just so willing to, to pitch in and help and, and to pack things up and to move stuff. And uh, while that's not the typical day of a watchdog as we know it, you know, the, the guys just want to help out. And, and, you know, Keith and I have stories where uh, schools uh, were building an outdoor classroom, and because these certain dads worked in for in landscaping or had a nursery or had a construction business where they had leftover materials, these dads came together over the weekends and helped build an outdoor learning classroom and save, you know, certain schools money. Mm-hmm. And, right. and, you know, and Keith mentioned about people being paramedics and uh, firemen and, and policemen and, uh, you know, certain schools where these dads have brought their work car, their vehicle, or their fire truck, or or some guys that do have their own business as a mechanics or lawn service 
have helped out with single uh, parent families or low income families and w- would change oil and, and mow lawns because they wanted to give back to the school. They were so grateful that the school, uh, a woman like you, uh, went to a PTA conference and found out about watchdogs, where they wanted to give back to the community because the school brought or the PTA brought watchdogs to their school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a wonderful program. And um, we were the first school, actually, in the state of Florida. Yes, and you then, were. And then now lots of the schools in my community in, in Martin County are finally getting on the bandwagon. And um, I go and speak at the schools. But more importantly, I usually say, well, instead of me going, why don't you have a couple of watchdogs go? Because mm-hmm. um, they're the ones who can really sell the program to the other dads. You know, and and it's very emotional, and, and they get teary, and and they're talking about how much they actually enjoy spending time at school, so they can be with their children and with the other children. That that is great, and we hear we hear these similar stories, and and certainly we love to see what's going on down there in Martin County, uh, throughout. Throughout the nation, we're over 3,000 schools now. I don't have the current numbers of how many schools we have in Florida. I know just up the road in Georgia, we have 72 uh, and um, and growing. And and that's the thing is, you know, the, the purpose of this program, this radio show, the Facebook page, all of the things that we're doing is just getting the word out. If you are listening to our program, and even if you're not talking about bringing the program to your school, let someone else know about it. Because what we have found is, and the beautiful thing about what Chris and I do, is we don't have to chase people. We're not salesmen. Um, You know, people chase us because we know that when people listen to someone like Missy talking about the program, what an impact it has had at Crystal Lake Elementary, they say, well, why can't I do that at my school? Well, the only reason why you can't do that at at your school is because you haven't picked up the phone yet. You haven't got on the web page. You haven't participated in that training conference call, which is the basic, simple thing to start the program. And and that's all it takes. Any school can do this. And we've seen it time and time again. And, Chris, I, I know you get a chance to talk to him, uh, and I'm sure you'll back me up on this. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. And so, you know, the only schools that don't have it are, are the ones that haven't found out about it. And so, you know, when when Missy and other women, the majority of our programs are brought back by by women, by male educators, by uh, people with uh, ba- you know bachelor's and master's degree and doctorate degrees, because they're sitting there at this training conference that either you have conducted or or Eric, and when they hear hey what men have to offer, it isn't better because it's not we know it's not better than what women have to offer, but it is unique, it is different, and in many cases it's missing, and so. And we're the first ones to, to admit that. And uh, so, yeah, we're, we're uh, the ones that don't uh, have watchdogs. They send a caller office or, or it's, you know, we'll put you in contact with them, the school. And so you can hear from a school's perspective, uh, a school's perspective and talk peer-to-peer. And, and that way you can find out what works for that school and what doesn't work. And you're just not hearing a sales pitch or, or automated answer from, from myself or, or you. Certainly. Uh, it's a well, wonderful program. 
Thank you, Missy. And as as we're beginning, uh, you know, it's, it's funny how quickly 30 minutes goes when you're talking about something that you love. Um, we are uh, winding down to the end of the program here, so I want to definitely uh, thank uh, Missy Campbell of Crystal Lakes Elementary School in Florida. Thank you so much for joining us on short notice and foregoing your day at the beach, uh, or at least uh, 30 minutes of your time at the beach. Thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. Well, yes, thank, thank you, you very much. Thanks for letting me have the opportunity. Well, thank You're you welcome. very much. All right. Well, let's see. Moving right along here. Uh, as winding down, I want to give another shout-out to our friend up in Virginia, Daryl Leonard. Let me say this right. Daryl Leonard Badley. I almost said Bradley. Uh, Badley Jr., who has uh, mentioned on our Facebook page that uh, that he uh, appreciates our program and is uh, trying to uh, move us forward up there in the, uh, the great state of Virginia. Thank you very much, Daryl. Uh, we are winding down here. As I said, we've got a few things going on. One thing I didn't hear from one of them we talked about, we wanted to hear from the kids. How about one of my favorite kids? Let's hear from somebody real quick. Hi, this is Anna, and I love watchdogs. A little self-promotion there. Chris, did you recognize that voice? Uh, I, uh, I yes and no. I mean, uh, yeah, I think I know who that is, but I'm not for sure. That was my Anna. She helped us out. Well, as we just said a few moments ago, the only schools that don't have a watchdogs program are the ones that don't know enough about us. Be sure to join us next week as we will have cyber safety expert. Oh, I lost your name for a second. Check us out on our webpage. Check us out on Facebook. See you next week. Thanks, Keith.